Welcome to the Cinema Rack, where we celebrate the greatest and worst in Hollywood films and their most self-indulgent narcissistic actors, directors, and producers. Here, we will laud and malign Hollywood's seedier elements with levity and humor. They love cinema as much as anyone does. They've been talking about it for over 30 years. Time to get trashy. Here's Gregory and May. Hello, everybody. This is Gregory, and welcome back to another episode of The Cinema Rag. We hope you're doing well today. The, the Queens, we, the collective, we. Today, we're going to talk about the Natalie Portman affair. I'm sure most of you who are appreciative of salacious celebrity gossip and our cinephiles know about Natalie Portman's husband, Benjamin Millipol, or Millipede, uh, has been announced or revealed that he's been having an ongoing affair with a girl by the name of Camille Tion. Who's 20 years younger than he is. He's 45. Natalie Portman's 41. And Camille, the strumpet, the harlot, is 25 years old. Now, I do have some takes on this. Clearly, I do not know any of these people. So this is just from my keen, incisive, observational skills. What do we know? Apparently, if you have, if you don't know, so let's back it up. Benjamin Millipod was a, he's a choreographer, dancer. They met on the set of Black Swan. We do have an episode here, if you scroll through, on a Natalie Portman retrospective. And of course, she, she won her Academy Award for that movie. May thinks that she did a good job and was deserving that award. I would say that there were others that were more deserving of that award. Either way, they met on the set. He allegedly, well, he had a girlfriend. We know that. He allegedly cheated with Portman behind his girlfriend's back and then left his girlfriend for Natalie Portman. Then they got married uh, not that long after that, about 13 years ago, 12 years ago. Then they've had two children since then. And if you look at the dates of the birth of the children, their first child was born before they were married. So it was a question of, you know, the very Euro way of having a kid out of wedlock and then getting married. Then they had another child later on. And so they apparently broke up for a period of time last year and then they reconciled and then it was revealed that it seems like she found out about this affair which seems to be ongoing it wasn't like a one-time fling back in march and from what sources say the sources are saying that that he is trying desperately to get her and convincing her to stay and it looks like it's working because they were found to see the the the, the paparazzi the public found out about this recently, like on um, Friday, Thursday, Friday. And there are pictures of Natalie and, and Benjamin having dinner with Todd Haynes, who is the director of her most recent movie. And they were in con together and so forth. So if she found out about it in March, it's either one of two things. They're just maintaining this public thing, especially with the con film festival being so recent. They didn't want the scandal maybe affecting the movie. Or maybe they are working it out. There are, of course, sources saying that they've seen him going into counseling separately and so forth. And apparently he's begging Natalie, of course, this is all sources, begging Natalie uh, to stay for the sake of the kids, sake of the marriage and so forth. And Natalie Portman, to her credit, is very private. She's always been very private about her dating life. She's always been very private about her family life. And I think it's great. Uh, one of the Sexy Saturdays, uh, most of the, the women I have on Sexy Saturdays, aside from I find them attractive, is that most of them have a very boring, uncomplicated dating life. In other words, they've been with the same guy for like at least 10, 15 years. I don't typically have a lot of, of strumpets and trumpets and whores on, on Sexy Saturday. So what is my take on this? Well, look, first of all, 
If we believe the story that Benjamin left his girlfriend because he fell in love with with Natalie and they got together, that's one thing. But I think it is probably more likely that he had an affair with Natalie Portman on the set of Black Swan and then dumped his girlfriend for Natalie Portman. And look, let, let's go back. What, what do I think of Natalie Portman? I think if you've seen Black Swan, here's my take. I think, honestly, Natalie Portman is probably a lot a lot of her character, Nina. I think her character's name is Nina in that movie, the Darren Aronofsky movie. I think Portman is very precocious. So if you, I remember seeing her probably for the first time in The Professional, which they renamed Leon the Professional, or maybe that was the European title. And if you look at Beautiful Girls, you look at Phantom Menace, you look at her early movies like in Heat, she plays a precocious girl. She's always been precocious. That's why she's a good actress. Is that she's precocious, but I think in her personal life, I think she's a lot like her character Nina in Black Swan. If you've not seen that movie, the the character is very innocent, very naive, hasn't really had a lot of sexual history. Has just been busy dancing, 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 dancing. And I think there's part of Portman who's like that, just working, 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 close to her family, doesn't have a lot of experience with men. Then she does this movie where she's got to learn to dance. And yes, some dancers, and we talked about this in her in her episode, some of the dancers came out later and said that she didn't do a lot of her dancing. Aronofsky and her said that she did 90% of the dancing in the movie. But there have been some dancers saying that, no, she didn't. But either way, she had to learn how to dance. Or maybe she was a ballerina as a kid, but she had to learn how to dance better. So she meets Benjamin Millipiald, who's who's a choreographer, relatively at the time famous dancer, so you can see on one level she's feeling insecure about this movie. This is a big movie role for her. And she finds this guy who I, I suppose you can say is Euro attractive. I don't know. I'm not a woman. I, I'd, ask, I'd have to ask May what she thinks of Benjamin Millipede. But you, you you meet this guy. He's distinguished in his, his craft. She needs to listen to him, looks up to him. And you could see how the naive, lacking dating experience Portman could fall for this guy. You could kind of see it played out with Britney Spears, right? Falling in love with a backup dancer with uh, Kevin Federline and a lot of other actresses who you just you just think like, what? What are you doing? Why are you dating this person? And of course, this is on nowhere the same level as Kevin Federline. Why would he want to date Natalie Portman? Well, where they met, Natalie Portman's 27. She's beautiful. I mean, she has a classically beautiful face. She's a little too petite for me, but she has a classically beautiful face. And of course, he's you know a f- successful choreographer, but he's not world famous. You marry one of the most famous actresses of this generation, it's going to get you access to a certain world that you didn't have before. It's going to get you access to meeting certain celebrities that you didn't know before. And of course, the money and all these things. And she's cute. So I, I don't think it's a no-brainer to think like, well, why would he want to be with her? And I think, why would she want to be with him? Well... Everyone's looking for love and like the old country song, sometimes in the wrong places. And I think that was the dynamic in Black Swan. So they, they get together and look, he's European. I, I think that probably plays a lot of role into it. It's not, it's not that American men don't cheat. I think European men tend to have a different view of marriage, especially if you're not religious. Let's take a break. I wanted to let you know about some of the other feeds here at the Eclectico Gregorio. The oldest one we have is... The Awakened Man, which mostly deals with holistic health, medical cover-ups, ways to biohack your life, to ensure longer longevity, medical conspiracies, and naturopathic stuff. 
We also have, and that there's probably about 400, 500 episodes over there. We started that one back in 2017, 2016, I believe. We also have the Female Holistic Health Apothecary, which originally started as an essential oils feed. And there's about 100 episodes on essential oils, particular essential oils like rose and lavender and sandalwood and so forth. And then later I morphed it into more topics that are regarded for female health, female specific. We've had that feed also since 2016. And then lastly, we have Confessions of an Obese Child, which deals with my childhood obesity and trauma that came from it. So it's a great feed for those who dealt with childhood trauma that led you to have addictions to alcohol or food. And I interviewed several people and what it was like to grow up overweight and all the difficulties of losing the weight and then keeping it off and trying to metamorphosize into a regular weighted person. So check out those feeds at the Eclectical Gregory on Apple or Spotify. And there's such a concept of the, of the Mediterranean marriage. What's the Mediterranean marriage? The Mediterranean marriage is when a man and a woman, are, and this is especially back for centuries, they, they get married, but um, eventually the woman, the man loses his interest in his wife, but he would never divorce her because of the societal stigma and because you lose your standing in society. And he loves his wife because he gave her the children, but he still has needs. So he gets the younger mistress in the early 20s who he has no interest in marrying her, but it's just like an outlet for his sexual stuff. And the wife typically is like, if you don't humiliate me, if this isn't found out, I'll just turn a blind eye to it. That's kind of the Mediterranean marriage. You see that kind of played out in Latin America, too. And I think Benjamin Millipede kind of strikes me as one of those libertines. He seems like a libertine. I mean, growing up and dancing, he just strikes me as a guy that probably doesn't have the strictest definition of marriage. I think this probably isn't the first woman that he's cheated with, but I think he got caught. And like a lot of men, he's like, he doesn't want to lose his family and so forth. The more red pill men will be like, good, divorce her because you'll probably get more money because she makes more money than you. But I don't feel that way. I feel like if you're married and you have children or if you have children in general, even if you're not married, you should learn to make it work for the sake of your children because we know the statistics on kids who are not raised in the same house with their biological fathers. Up to 40 times more likely to be physically and sexually abused, 50 times more likely to be murdered, 15 times more likely to suffer an unattended accident, like a drowning in a pool. So we want it to work out. Either way, I think the other aspect to this, aside from him being European and probably a libertine, is what the classic relationship thing that familiarity breeds contempt. The longer you're with somebody, the less the gleam, the, the more the gleam comes off, the pitter patter comes off. And I think with, with Millipede too, I think there's a certain dimension to this that probably can't be talked about or isn't talked about. But when you're married and your woman is more famous than you, that is tough. You see this kind of played out in Crazy Rich Asians. I'm sure this is played out in other movies. But in that movie, it's not the, the main girl, but Gem, Gemma Chan's character. And she's married to a guy who was from a lower Singaporean socioeconomic stratum. And he talks about that. It's like, you don't know how hard it is to, to, to live under somebody's shadow. You also, see, you, also, you also see this play down for getting Sarah Marshall, too, in the Jason Segel movie, where he's dating uh, Kristen, Kristen, whatever her face is, the blonde. And, uh, you know, they're always telling her, him to get out of the, the, the shot because she's a television star and he's a nobody, so to speak. And I think being married to somebody who's pretty famous, I think must be hard, especially if, if, when it's for the man. If, when it's flipped around, that's kind of normative because men tend to have the more status and so forth. And, but when it's the other way around, I think it can be tough. And you see other female celebrities that, that it worked out. You see 
Julia Roberts and Danny Motor. He was, what, a, a cameraman. And certainly you see, uh, even more recently, Jennifer Lawrence is with an art dealer. And Emma Stone is with a like side director at Saturday Night Live. But those are recent marriages, so I don't know if they're going to work out. But I think I think part of it is maybe Millipiad is a French. He's a libertine. He has kind of loose definitions of what is a, a monogamous marriage. But I think also familiarity breeds contempt. And I think also that maybe just he's cracking under living under the 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 status of being with somebody so much more famous than he is. And I don't know, is is Natalie Portman a good wife? Is she affectionate? Is she warm? I don't know. I don't, it's, it's hard to know. She lives such a private life. But either way, I would say that that's no excuse for him to be adulterous at all. You know, we, we kind of see this played out in, in both men and women's world. Like when a woman cheats, she'll blame the man. Well, you, you didn't give me the attention or you work too much or you work too little. And then when a man cheats, It'll be like, well, you weren't giving me enough sex. But either way, uh, I, I don't think finding the, the reason is a legitimate reason for the adultery. And I do hope that it works out for the sake of these children. I'm not one of those like, oh, you know, somebody makes a mistake. You know, they should be crucified. Now we all make mistakes. And we'll see how this plays out. I, I do predict, though, that another woman will come out as having been with Millipiad, and uh, we'll see from there. But I mean, maybe it's already been admitted. Who knows? But I think if I have to make a prediction, I think Portman is the good Israeli girl. She's the good girl. And I think she's going to stay with this guy. Kind of like what happened with Adam Levine and Bahada Prinsloo when she found out recently when she was pregnant with his third kid that he was maybe having an affair that she stuck with him, at least for now. Maybe, you know, the cynical guy would say, well, you know, she wants to stay with him to get more money to eventually divorce rape him. She's prepping behind the scenes to divorce rape him. I don't know. But I think Portman is going to stay with Benjamin. But we'll see. The other thing I want to mention really fast is Camille Etienne, who she is. She's a 25-year-old, which, look, is it shocking that a man is going to cheat with a younger woman? No, I mean, like Angela Lansbury sings in Beauty and the Beast. Tale as old as time. I mean, come on. Most men aren't going to cheat with an older woman. They're going to cheat with a younger woman. This is a woman's greatest fear is being replaced by the next generation of younger women. So when when women hear about this affair, they get angry at Benjamin Melipede because it, it taps into their own insecurity about being cheated upon or being left for a younger woman. So is it really surprising that he's cheating with a woman who's in her mid-20s? No, of course not. Of course not. That is typically perceived to be a peak sexual market value for women it is in their early 20s now this camille Tian woman she's a crazy crazy leftist whack job she's an environmental activist she's just like one of those she her she's friends with greta thunberg you know look a lot of this is based on how you feel about man-made global warming but this woman and you know look i'm not going to say anything about but her looks, but it's almost like if you're going to cheat, at least have the woman be attractive. And this woman's not really that attractive. And you throw in, she's a crazy leftist weirdo. I just don't really have a lot of respect for Benjamin because look, if you're going to cheat, which of course I don't condone it, at least cheat with a woman that's better looking than your wife. And your wife is pretty attractive. Yes, she's 41, but Portman is still a beautiful woman. So if you're going to have an affair, don't pick a crazy leftist environmentalist wacko who probably hangs out with Joaquin Phoenix, please. Come on. Guys, I'll post a poll over at the Cinema Right Facebook group. You can add and Spotify, because Spotify allows us to post polls. Do you think this marriage is going to last? 
Please rate and review on Spotify and Apple. It helps with the algorithm. There's a link for PayPal. And lastly, there's a link to the website which hosts all the Eclectical Group audio feeds. But the best way to listen to them is on Apple and Spotify. Until next time, take care. God bless and pray. Thanks for listening to The Cinema Rag. Please post an honest review on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Check out the episode notes to visit our website and to make a donation. Lastly, follow the rag today. Until next time.